What's going on, lifesavers? I promised I'd be consistent with one to two podcasts per week. And I'm going to be so vulnerable today and so honest. I feel like shit in my body. My heart feels heavy. My body feels depressed. But in the midst of all of that pain and all of that suffering, I still feel connected. I still feel loved. And today I want to talk to you about what I'm doing in this time of feeling like shit and what I'm not doing specifically. You guys already know I do spiritual practice. You guys already know I do things for my inner child and all of that jazz. But what we don't talk about is when you do feel like this, when you are in the thick of it, of your pain, there's things that you don't do. Because if you do those things, they will prolong your suffering. And today we're going to get into three of the most common things that people do that prevent their healing journey from getting farther. Without further ado, deep breath, breathe out. Let's get into today's podcast. The first thing that prevents so much of our healing is escapism, distraction, overstimulation those very things prevent our healing you're not supposed to be stimulating your mind during this time you're supposed to be stimulating your body being in your body your mind the more things that you consume the faster your mind runs and therefore the more thoughts you think the more you start to narrate and over-intellectualize your emotions. I'll get into that one in in its own separate podcast or separate section because that goes really deep. I don't use my phone when I feel like this. Yes, I did post this week, but part of my job with this account is to share the burdening pains I have to prevent you guys and help you guys heal on your journey as well. It's the only reason I use my phone. But at the end of the day, I am committed to my growth above followers, above podcasts, above my business, above my family, above everything. Because if I can keep myself in a state of love and work through all of the stuff that I need to, then I now can show up for all of those parts of myself, like my family, like my work, like you guys, like this podcast, so much more because I decided to step away and focus on my healing. Now, I'm not saying all of you guys are in a situation in which that same uh, circumstance can happen for you in the sense you likely have a nine to five. You likely have school. You likely have something that takes your time. 
but you can decide what you do during those off hours that you aren't doing work of any sort. You can decide what you participate in. You can decide how you position yourself and your perspective in your body. Stay off social media. Stay off your phone. If you want to listen to my podcast, if that helps you, by all means do it. I'm not going to encourage it. Do whatever you think is going to help you get through this. But the one thing you shouldn't be doing is participating in escapism. Escapism isn't just overstimulation with social media. It can be YouTube as well. It can be TV. And it can be food. Be very careful with what you eat. You don't want to overconsume in anything, or else now you have all of that in there affecting your mood as well. Be cognizant. Be aware. Be present about what you're putting into your body. And make sure that you're doing it, not because you want to feel better, but just because this is what my body needs. Do you hear it? Do you hear the difference? One is, I'm going to take this so my body, so I can feel better. All you're doing is escaping away from your emotions again, escaping from the way that you're feeling. You're suppressing and rejecting, which is the third section. We'll get into that in a moment. And then you could instead choose to move towards things into your body that you know make you feel good hear the difference right one is trying to escape how you feel and the other one is to try and preserve a healthy body to be able to deal with the pain that you're going through inside okay that's all i don't have a lot of energy this podcast won't be super long but that's all for this section let's get into the next one Briefly in the last section, I stated over-intellectualizing your emotions. You start to narrate how you feel. I always encourage you guys to write your own novels. But you're not writing your novel through your mind. You're just writing your novel through your experiences. That's what's going in the book. Don't spend your time trying to figure out why you're feeling the way that you're feeling. Because all you're doing in that time is setting yourself up to have a mental breakdown, to think that there's something wrong with you, to have some form of mental health issue. You start to get caught. You start to get really caught in trying to label what you're feeling instead of feeling what you're feeling. I'm not saying don't think at all. That's a very difficult thing for most people, especially if you haven't started a spiritual practice that allows for you to quiet your mind, which you should start, by the way. What I'm really getting at is, if you notice yourself feeling anger, that's all you need to know. You don't need to know the whole backstory. You don't need to start narrating or falling slave to that emotion and starting to look at the world from that perspective. That's where the mental health issue comes from. We don't know how to process what's in our body, so then we have this whole reaction mentally 
trying to figure out what this is, writing down all these things, doing all this research, overstimulating your mind to try and figure out an answer because you're uncomfortable in your body. And because you're uncomfortable in your body, you now feel like you have to fix something in your body. Part of life is being uncomfortable, but it's learning how to respond and not react to this uncomfortable feeling. I realized I kept myself depressed for years because I spent all of that time reading books and trying to label and fix an emotion that was incredibly natural. Like the shitty feeling that you have right now is natural. It's just built up emotions that you've suppressed for years. That's all it is. And at any moment, it's coming up and making you feel shitty because it's trying to let you know that it wants to leave. It wants to leave your body. Emotions are energy in motion. You need to allow your energy to move and trying to intellectualize what you're feeling can only happen if you're trying to make your emotions sit still. It's like doing research in a lab. You have to put something in a fixated place in order to figure out what it is and what it's doing and what it's about. That's literally what research is. But I'm going to tell you this right now. Your emotions are not research. They're nothing you need to research. They're just something that you need to feel. And you need to probably get an understanding of where you, that feeling is coming from. What experience may be. The only way that you can do that is if you get quiet. Your mind's not going to be able to tell you that answer. But your heart will tell you where it is. And what it's trying to have you do. Your heart is the messenger for your body. Your mind is the messenger for your intellect. They can work together, but in moments of healing trauma, they have no business knowing each other. The intellect will catch up when you've already let go of the emotion. Don't make yourself feel worse. I had someone call me, no, no, not call me, DM me talking about how they feel like they have no motivation and they feel so depressed. They were speaking as if that state was wrong, like there was something wrong with it. And they were looking for me to give them an answer about why they were feeling the way that they were feeling. I just told them, you need to sit with it. You need to sit with the uncomfortable shit that you're feeling inside. I'm going to be honest with you. I've probably not felt this depressed and heart hurt like in in my heart in a while but it's part of the process and I'm not intellectualizing how I'm feeling I just know this is something that's working its way through my body and I just have to give it space and time to do so don't bring yourself into depression or anxiety or any form of mental health issue because you're trying to use your intellect to understand your emotions there's a reason why emotions don't also know English or also know whatever language that you may speak in your mind. That's all for this section. Let's get into the third one. And then after that, 
we're going to be talking about things to do instead of these three things. Section number three coming up. In the last section, I was discussing briefly that someone DM'd me asking about why they feel so unmotivated and how they want to get motivated and they feel so depressed, but they want to be motivated. Let's break down the situation a little bit. They don't feel motivated because they feel depressed, but they believe that motivation is going to fix their depression. If you were trying to fix how you feel, that is the ultimate form of rejection towards yourself. You gotta stop treating your emotions like some badass children. You gotta realize that her children are just people who are seeking love and safety in ways that are hurtful to other people. Because that's what they learned is love and safety. That's it. There's nothing new to that. And you trying to fix the hurt child is essentially letting him know, I don't see you. I just see you as a problem that needs to be fixed because you're making me uncomfortable inside. Life is full of uncomfortability. (laughs) It's about what you deal, what is your first reaction, your first response to this uncertainty and to this uncomfortable feeling. That says a whole lot about who you are as a person. And if your initial reaction is to fix, that's okay. It's what you learned. But it doesn't mean you have to keep using what you learned Because obviously what you learned is not getting you where you want to be. It's not getting you closer to love. You have to unlearn and start a new way of dealing with this uncertainty, of dealing with this uncomfortability. Trying to fix how you feel is ultimate repression. You know, like, it's like your therapist. If you were like a friend, let's say you were talking to a friend, right? You were venting them, venting to them, right? Whoever it is, about something you were struggling with, right? Uh, let's say it's this particular situation, how you feel currently. And, all, and what if all they did the entire time that you were talking was spend all of this time trying to fix you, trying to label how you're feeling, trying to solve you like you're some form of math problem? That would make you feel rejected and unseen, right? Right. So why the fuck are you doing that to yourself? If that's not what you would want someone else to be doing for you in this situation, do what you would be do what you would want someone to do for you in this situation. In other words, be the person that you're needing someone else to be for you. If you don't want other people rejecting your emotions and trying to fix you and making you feel like you're some kind of illness that needs to be fixed, then don't treat yourself that way when you feel like this. Everything is about treating yourself with the form of love and respect that you want from other people. You see, we think only other people can fix us in these situations or be there for us in these situations. That's just another thing and another belief you have to unlearn. You have to realize that you pursuing healing from a state of fixing is the ultimate thing that's actually preventing you from healing. Because you're going to get to a point 
where the part of you no longer wants fixing. And then you realize that fixing was never the answer. Allowance was the answer. What do I mean by allow? Well, look, you give someone your charger, your phone charger. You are allowing them to have your charger to charge their phone. That's allowing. When you feel this way, allow whatever part of you inside that feels this emotion, allow that to be felt. Allow, validate. Like, you know when someone ever tells you, if no no one's ever told you this, I'm going to say it to you right now. If you were venting to me about what's going on with you, I would immediately come up to you and immediately say after you're done, first off, you're valid. All that you're feeling right now is valid. There's nothing wrong with how you're feeling. I love and understand all of it. And then I'd ask a question, well, what's another way that we can look at that? What's another thing that we can do in this situation? Validate yourself. There's no, I'm not going to be able to give you a blueprint to that. Think about what some what you would want someone else to say to you. What something else you would want someone else to do for you. And immediately reciprocate that to yourself. Instead of going to seek that from another person. That's how you build self-love and self-respect. Is by learning to cultivate dependence on yourself first. So that you can have a healthy relationship with other people. Cultivating that level of love and respect. So that you no longer depend on that love and respect from somebody else. Now this next section is all of the things to do instead. These are suggestions. If you've listened to all my podcasts, and they will be the same suggestions. But hey, why haven't you started doing them yet? <laughs> Alright, let's get into the stuff you should do instead of these three things. By the way, this is really healing, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it a lot. That's all. These are the things that I'm doing instead. Every day I journal. Every day I journal. That's another way of being able to give yourself an understanding and create a, a strong stream of thought to maybe how you're feeling. Don't participate in being the emotion participate in the person who's observing the emotion i should have said that earlier but hey that's what i meant you got to be the person it's like watching your sibling have a tantrum you're not the tantrum you're just watching someone have a tantrum and you still love your sibling for having a tantrum same thing with journaling participate in that perspective Another thing I highly suggest is start a yoga practice. Like, I know that sounds really stupid, but it's no stretching. Like, that's not what it is. Yoga is not about stretch stretching. The word yoga means unity with God, which means it's with your heart and with yourself because you are God, a fragment of, of him or her or whatever it is. If you're interested in yoga... Send me a DM just with the word yoga. 
and I'll send you a link to the people I use for yoga. I'll send you a list of three different people. I only use one of them now, but these are the people that I use to get to where I am in my yoga journey. Yoga is the most spiritual practice that I do, and I can guarantee you it's the reason that I feel so amazing in my body, so in tune with how I feel, and allows for me to feel my emotions so much more. It's great exercise, it's beautiful movement, because what you're doing is you're moving that built up emotions, that built up energy, that heavy energy that you feel in your body right now, and you're moving it. And as you focus on your breathing, once you learn the postures, now those emotions are literally leaving your body. And you'll start to get lighter and lighter and lighter into all parts of love. That's the great part. Lastly, again, I'm sorry you guys don't have a lot of energy today, is do things that make you feel like a child again. Remember, that pain that's inside, that pain that's inside of you, is from a younger version of yourself. It's not you right now. It's you from the past. So why don't we? It's like, here, I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to give an example instead. Your little sibling or friend or whoever is having a tantrum. What is your initial thing that you're going to do for that person? Go get them some fucking ice cream, right? You're going to go want to go dance in the street. You're going to want to go make a fort and do a sleepover. All of these things sound like something you're quote unquote too old for. But I'm going to be so fucking honest with you. The people who still participate in childlike activities are the happiest people in the world and the most loving people in the world because children are the embodiment of unconditional love. They've always been the embodiment of unconditional love. Trauma has just been taking them away from love. That's it. They started to learn what fear was, survival tactics, thinking to protect themselves. They started to learn a new way to love, and that way of love is poison. So go do all the things that you fucking loved as a child. Do it in moderation, but go do those things whenever you can. That is the greatest way that you can take care of yourself and to really start to show up for those emotions and show up for that hurt part of yourself inside. That's all, family. Quick podcast, quick message from the heart, because I'm going through it with you right now. And these are the activities that I'm participating in. And these are the three things that I stopped doing that were making my healing journey so much harder in the beginning. I'll see you when you come home. And in the meantime, I'm going to go work on my heart, go do my own journaling, go do my own yoga practices. And I'm going to go make a fort for my little kid inside. And I'm going to make some, ooh, I'm going to bake some oats. Okay, it's morning for me, so I'm going to go eat. I love you guys. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Daisuke. That's Japanese for anyone who knows Japanese. Before getting back into your day, take a couple deep breaths. Put your hands on your heart with me. Feel that heartbeat. Feel that heartache. And say to yourself, 
that's okay. Because it is, and it always will be. To love yourself fully means to accept and hold space for every demon and every mistake and flaw you have ever made in your life. Be the love you wish to receive. I'll see y'all next week. This is Exploring with Micah, and I am your host, Micah Jones. And you are on the self-exploration journey. And let me just say, you're doing a fucking great job.